Today is Monday, September 21st, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about the events that happened to me that day. Uh, I actually kept a schedule today. I'm always like, where, do my, where does my time go? Still don't know where my time went. And it's going to happen right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of this Joe Batanz, and this episode is for Monday, uh, September 21st, 2020. I kept the schedule today, <clears throat> lots to discuss, um, drama per the huge, went to Lori's dangerous neighborhood. And uh, which I should have taken a picture of today. I really should have taken a picture of it today. Because, well, let, let, let's go through the day. Let's go through the day. The day actually starts with last night. The day actually starts with last night. Uh, I think, I, I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to reiterate for those of you who maybe didn't notice. But like, why would you memorize every little aspect of my life? But uh, I'm very sensitive to caffeine. It doesn't mean I don't consume it. But I have to be careful about the amount I consume, and especially when I consume. Like, actually, for instance, just right now we had dinner, and it was a a, a regular dinner, a nice dinner, a healthy dinner. But uh, I, my father had grabbed for me a Diet Coke, and I had to poo-poo it because, I, especially after what happened last night, I can't have caffeine after a certain time. I would say, if I'm being safe, I can't really have any caffeine after 4 or 5 p.m., if I'm being honest. I'm sure, like, depends on the amount of caffeine. I'm sure there's variables here and there, and, you know. But if I'm being safe, <clears throat> I would say between my, my limit is somewhere between 3 and 5 p.m. I shouldn't have any caffeine after that. So I didn't have any caffeinated Diet Coke. <clears throat> but uh anyway but yesterday i didn't i just shunned that because i'm trying to drink more water i'm drinking more water than i usually have been drinking there was a time where for some reason even though i don't mind drinking water i like drinking water i just wasn't drinking a lot of water so i've been trying to drink more water but you know at a certain point I can just get boring drinking water and so my dad and i think i've told this story on the show accidentally ordered like i'm not even joking i want to say 12 cases not 12 packages 12 cases of uh crystal light peach mango tea and i like it very much but it has caffeine what's funny is it doesn't have a great deal of caffeine and i even water it down more because i find crystal light 
in its prescribed form to be <clears throat> way too saccharine for my taste. So I water it down by 50%, and that seems to do the trick. So even watered down, uh, I was having watered down Crystal Light, and uh, but I down it because it's so delicious that uh, I down it, and I think I consumed a lot of caffeine late last night. I had that peach mango tea. So <clears throat> I had probably one of the worst conditions I can ever have because I really hate this. Condition of wired but tired. So I was very sleepy last night. I really wanted to go to sleep last night, but my heart was racing a million miles a minute. And when my heart races a million miles a minute, that causes anxiety and it causes, and then the energy. See, I always, I, now maybe this is a real clinical thing that I'm telling you about this, but this is a thing that I've, a conclusion that I've come to studying myself. But I have this hypothesis that anxiety and depression and rage are just misplaced energy. It's pent up energy that you have and it has nowhere to go. And so it, it manifests itself in one of those three, uh, forms. And, uh, last night it was anxiety. And so the, for me at least, I don't just generally have general anxiety. I have had that. But what I usually, my body and my mind usually do is they find a reason for me to be anxious. And so last night, I was just in a really dark, and this is late too, it happened like at 12.30 a.m. I, I had sort of just sort of stayed awake, hanging out until 11.30, and I was like, well, I should probably go to bed, I'm getting sleepy. Like My eyes were sleepy, but as I lay in bed, I just couldn't, like my heart was racing, and and it was just like, and my, 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 uh, I was tapping my feet and, uh, all the, all this I knew. And I went, ugh, the fucking crystal light that I had today with dinner. And I, and I can down a pitcher. I could do a pitcher easy because it's so good. And it just tastes like just nothing. And, and then I'm super stoked at the time. I'm like, oh, I'm getting so much water. And the thing too is because I had it so late, I was peeing every fucking 45 minutes too. That wasn't helping either. Anyway, that forced my brain to uh, obsess on a conversation or two I'd had with young master Aiden Deem. And I was just going crazy. I don't know if I need to go through it chapter and verse. Maybe I will. Because the person who actually really talked me out of it, Carlo from Germany sort of helped, because thank God he was still up at 12.30. Well, he wasn't, because in Germany was like in the morning. But Lori uh in the morning when i woke up really helped me out because i was still anxious about it i'm actually tired from last night because i just even even though i did fall asleep i didn't have very restful sleep last night because of it <clears throat> but the obsession is this uh based on a couple of phone calls i had with aiden you know we I, and we've discussed we had a very big phone call a couple of days ago two or three days ago where um, there's a lot of things were discussed. And, you know, one of the things that I have a problem with, but it's it's something that goes both ways, but he doesn't seem to have a problem with it, is, you know, both of us have issues with talking to our friends, or especially our families, about 
uh, our relationship because of the age difference. I'm very embarrassed by how, by how young he is, and he's very uh, embarrassed by how old I am. And I get it. But I will say the difference is that it the 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 similarities end there in that I don't it doesn't really for the most part my reluctance to share it with people does not affect our communication but on his end it does so it's it's forced a situation especially okay so when he lived at home with his mom I got it right I oh, I guess his 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 uh, home uh, is not very large. And so anywhere he was in the house, his mom could hear the conversation. And it made it very difficult to have intimate conversations. Not that we're discussing anything, but like she was able to tell. Because even before she knew about me, is from the uh, previous versions of the relationship, there was a time where she sort of teased him because she thought he was... Uh, having these cutesy conversations with someone his age. And she was sort of teasing him about that. So she she knew there was something up, just based on the tone of the conversation. So I understood that part. But he's recently moved out, and I thought things would change now that he moved, but nothing's changed whatsoever. And he lived with a guy named Michael, a, a, a guy who's his age, who they've known each other their whole lives. And now they live together, both gay. And uh, I do know about a month ago, maybe I think it might even be before they moved in together. Uh, Michael told me about a conversation he had. I'm sorry, Aiden told me about a conversation he had with Michael. Where Michael revealed, I guess they had a talk about, I don't know what Aiden told Michael, but they had a conversation about shared kinks that they have. And um, Michael revealed that he likes to be tied up and that uh, he likes to be dominated and that was sort of a kink that he had. Which is fine. Everyone has their kinks. You know, I'm not not judging the kink. Um, But that's that, okay, this is going to become important later. And then when we were having our discussion the other day, I don't, and I don't remember, I really don't remember why this came up, but it did come up about, um, Aiden told me that Michael has sugar daddies that pay uh, Michael that give Michael money through gifts and or give him gifts and money, gifts and cash. I think Aiden himself was unclear whether Michael has sex with these men, but that for sure Michael sends them nudes. And I think I shared this on a recent disturbed tense as well. And it, it's just it's it's a comment that's been sitting with me and bothering me because I wonder to myself. Am I one of those saps? Because Aiden was telling me how Michael hates them and talks about how gross they are and and whatnot. This isn't the conversation, but it had nothing to do with me and Aiden. So, uh, 
And that was something that I was obsessing on last night. In fact, I should pull up the phone because so then what happened was I was obsessing on a, a bunch of different cop topics. And they were all running through my brain. And I had no one to talk to. So I said, well, you know, it's like 9.30 in the morning in Germany. Let me message Carlo in Germany. So I messaged Carlo in Germany and I, and I text him and I say, listen, I, I have, I'm freaking out right now. Cause I really was. I was like freaking out. I couldn't think of anything else. I couldn't, I was tossing and turning. My heart was going a million miles a minute. I was depressed. I was sad. And it was all obsessing on this. Now I realized now it was the chemical trying to, it was the, the caffeine demon inside of me trying to find a reason to obsess on it. I haven't even thought about it today. We'll get to that in a second. So, uh, Carlo essentially like spill it, brother. And I just love, I sent Carlo the longest fucking text. It was nine point text message, nine points of things that I was obsessed on. Okay. So I'm actually going to pull that up right now and read it to you. And I think I've discussed a lot of them. They were going point by point. Some of the special on, but to get to the end of that is, and I'm sure people can know about this and this is not, this obviously makes sense, but, uh, once I wrote out, and this has happened to me before. I don't know why I didn't realize this then. I, it, once I wrote everything out and, uh, explained why I, what I was obsessed on, once it was written on paper, I stopped obsessing on it and I got super sleepy. So I even told Carlo, like, uh, we'll finish this conversation tomorrow because, uh, I, uh, and I'm going to re- read Carlo's response too. So I went, uh, really freaking out right now. I can't sleep. I need you to tell me I'm crazy. It's just hitting me. All these things Aiden has done and said, and I feel like I'm being used or played and I don't know why. And Carlo was like, uh, okay, spill it. So here's the nine points. He doesn't want to use the word boyfriend because he hates that word. Yeah, that's that's weird. He won't call me his boyfriend. He said he wants to use the word, which is funny because it's more meaningful. He wants to use partner. He wants to call me his partner, not his boyfriend, because he thinks boyfriend is a silly word that's meaningless. Okay? But that was bothering me. He won't say he loves me. He will use other words like I'm crazy about you or I'm obsessed about you. But he won't say he loves me. And it's it, it the the reasoning could be very uh, logical. He said it in the past in previous versions of the relationship, which makes me wonder why he won't say it now. But if it's something simple like he now takes it very seriously when he didn't take it seriously before and we're just not at that stage yet, I'm fine with that. It was just something that was striking me yesterday. I, by the way, for the record, I don't tell him I love him. I have said in a cutesy, flirty way. Like, like for instance, let's say Aiden, this is a hypothetical situation. Aiden said, do you love the Netflix show Cobra Kai? And I would be like, no, I love Cobra Aiden or something like that, right? That's the closest I've come, right? I, but I don't ever say Aiden, I love you. Three, he won't tell his roommate I exist because he's embarrassed to admit he's dating someone older. On that one, I mean, that is the point. But I have that too. But I think I continue. I said, but the roommate has told Aiden that A, he likes to be tied up, and B, he's using older men for money and has several sugar daddies. He thinks they're gross, but he only talks to them and sends them dirty pics and maybe sleeps with them because they give him money. Five, 
I have never given Aiden money, true, except for a gift card when he moved that I used credit card points to buy. But that sugar daddy comment has made me really freaked out. That was the big one, number five. And that is true. I have never given Aiden money. When he moved as a congratulations housewarming gift, so to speak, and I knew he was going to need it, I just had some points on my Apple card uh, that came out to about $100 uh, on a Target gift card, and I gave it to Aiden as a housewarming present, so to speak. Six, he only talks to me when he is alone or when he is going to and from places, never ever when someone else is there. I mean, that is true. That is true, and it is something that bothers me. Uh, now, again, why else would he talk to me? But again, it has to do with the roommate, because he lives with the person. Like, right now, like for instance, right now he's hanging out with his friend Rosie. Obviously, I don't expect him to carry on a conversation with Rosie right now in because I, I want him to talk to me, and I want to fucking uh, piss on my territory. But what is interesting is... I mean, there is no, if I call him, he won't even pick up and say, hey, can I call you later? If I text him, he won't text and say, hi, hey, I'm with Rosie. Can I call you later? It's nothing. It's radio. If, if he is not driving somewhere or if he is not alone, there is radio silence. I, I, no text messages are responded to. No phone calls are picked up. Nothing. It's nothing. And that is sort of bothersome, I will say. Okay. Oh, this is related. He's horrible at texting back and again just vanishes with no apparent explanation uh, for where he has been. I said he's embarrassed to tell his roommate that he dates an older man, a guy, but the roommate feels free enough to share his kinks and that he's used, he uses older men for money. That seems fishy to me. And what I mean is like, so the roommate's confessed that he has these kinks and he's confessed that he uses older men for money. But Aiden's afraid to say he's dating someone older? That seems weird to me. Uh, Lori addresses this the next morning. Um, he said he wants nudes, but please only send when he is warned because his friends go through his phone, and that's what young people do. They go through each other's phones. Um, that one doesn't bother me that much. I was just, but I was just like that. To me, that was just that, you know, fuel in the fire. And I even said... I already feel better just writing that out. I was just going through my mind on a loop. All right, getting sleepy. I'll obsessively check my phone later. So uh, Carlo does respond, and I'm going to read Carlo's response in full. Uh, and then I'll tell you about my conversation with Lori. He wrote, hmm, all right. I don't think you're crazy. Let me just start by saying that. Let me start by saying that. And I'm glad you feel better after writing it out. I do think, though, that there are some things in there that would make me feel less worthy as well. And I always think, whether the concerns are necessary or not, you still have them. And it's kind of the other person's job in a relationship to make sure that no one involved even has the chance to have any concerns, and if they do come up, like they will naturally always do, to eliminate them by talking it out. Now, you've talked to Aiden about the whole thing of him not wanting to talk to you in front of his friends and roommate, for example, but he still doesn't change that, and that's kind of sad to me. We can talk about this more next time we really talk if you want to. Um, yeah, and so, like, I was like, okay. The next morning, I had to call Lori to arrange dropping off the chair, which you should hear about in Drag Race Thailand. We'll talk about that adventure there. But um, I dropped off an office chair at Lori's house. But um, in talking about it, I told Lori what happened. And Lori said a couple of things that I thought were very insightful. And they actually instantly made me feel better. 
By the way, I think one of the wise things I did was I did not, and this is different from Joe Batanz, I did not take it to Aiden. I didn't send any ta- Aiden any crazy text messages. I didn't do anything dumb. Like, in fact, Aiden and I had a very pleasant conversation this morning. He just called me like nothing was wrong because in his world, I didn't have a night where I couldn't sleep. He did know I was having trouble sleeping, but I didn't say, oh, because you were a dick. <laughs> that like I just said, oh, I had trouble sleeping. He was like, oh, caffeine. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so I've learned not to do that. I am evolving in that way. But Lori said two things, and that was before my conversation with Aiden that made me feel better. One, Aiden's young, and young people care a lot more about what their friends think than people as they get older. Okay. And the other thing she said that was really smart was the fact that he hasn't told his roommate who has sugar daddies that he's dating an older guy she thinks is proof that it's something real because if it wasn't then he would have no problem telling michael it'd be a big laugh they were having and he would openly talk to me in front of him anyway that's gonna do it for this episode of this joe batance we'll talk tomorrow right here on afterthought media